How did you battle that addiction? Overcome that eating disorder. That childhood pain. That relationship shattered into pieces. By the power of Christ in me. How did you overcome depression? Anxiety. Disappointment. Conflict. By not fighting flesh and blood, but the real enemy. How did you move in joy? Walk in humility. Speak kindly. Forgive those who hurt you. Believe the best. Because Jesus has set me free. Really, totally, and truly free. Jesus came so that we might have life and have it abundantly. Jesus came to set the captives free. He came for my freedom. Not just mine, but yours too. Your freedom. Your freedom. Your freedom. Because when he walked out of that grave, he did it so that you could walk out too. Now, living a healthy and whole life isn't another fitness fad or passing trend. This isn't another fitness program squeezing you into the world's mold of beauty. Bearing God's image shatters all the molds. Bearing God's image is more beautiful than anything we've ever known. Now we're inviting you to come alive. Hey, Revelation Wellness. I'm Aaron, one of the team members inviting you to deeper freedom by becoming a Revelation Wellness instructor. Our brand new platoon is forming right now with four individual training tracks for you to choose from, including our brand new training program, Live Well. Get your journey started today by swiping up on the show notes to learn which track is right for you. Because it's not about the fitness, it's about the freedom. Okay, friends, get ready to have hope stirred up because we've got a revving the word for you. As always, thanks so much for being here. Donors, thank you. It's because of you that these episodes are available. Be sure to leave us a review or an audio message because your kind words help spread the good news. Now, let's get to it. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, lay. Take a deep breath and inhale through your nose. Maybe squeeze your fist and exhale, shake it out. And when you exhale, Put a sound behind it, <sighs> even if you want to groan or grunt. <laughs> Let your body do the talking for a bit, shall we? Hi, friend. Welcome to another episode of Revving the Word. I'm Elisa Keaton. If you're new to us, welcome. Who is the amazing friend that 
shared this podcast with you, or maybe iTunes algorithm worked in our favor. We don't care how you got here. We are just so glad you did. Actually, I do care. If you know someone who could use this podcast, if it's been encouraging you, caring is sharing. So if you did hear from a friend, I want to thank that friend and say, it matters that you're here. We're so glad. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to hear this podcast in your ears and you're going to move your body however you choose to move. The goal is to get the heart rate up, blood flow up. You can lift weights to this, dance, hike, bike, walk, stroll, whatever. Play pickleball. <laughs> the point is to get the blood flow up. It's good for the brain and it's good for the body. And what's gonna happen is some neurotransmitters in your brain and hormones in your body are gonna start getting released. That's what happens when we move, bottom line. When you start to move in some focused effort, you do the harder thing, right? Easier to do nothing, harder to do something. God has hardwired your body to do good things. Quickest way to move your biomarkers of good health, move. Just move, get your heart rate up, move some blood. So that's what we're gonna do. On a scale of one to 10, effort matters. One to five is just you moving through your day. Anything above a five effort, it's on purpose. So be a five right now, six. Notice your breath. Take a deep one again, relax your shoulders. We have been in the book of Galatians. If you're just jumping in today, you jumped into a good one. So let's pray. God, God in our bod, come and speak to us, come and teach us. Let us not leave here different. Give us hope, an enduring hope and a strength for this day and a grace because we don't have the strength you do, God. So come and help us. We need you, we welcome you here. If that's true for you, say amen. Here we go, Galatians 5, verse one. I'm gonna read a bit of, of Galatians 5. It starts here and says, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, we'll come back to that, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only 
faith, working through love. Verse seven, I love this verse. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. But if I, brothers, still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. This is the word of the Lord. Keep moving your body, settle into a nice six, seven, notice your breath. Just sit with that word for a second. Okay. What gives Elisa with all the circumcision? <laughs> all right, well, remember this book was written at a time where the law, meaning the rules and the way to be God's people was the Jewish way. God chose in the beginning in the Old Testament under the Old Covenant because God always had a plan in the Old Testament in order to mark God's people as God's people. The men would be circumcised on the eighth day, the boys. Yeah, and those were God's people compared to all the other people in the land. Woo, first of all, it's crazy that God chose a physical act of cutting away the skin, painful, but it delineated who God's people were. Willing to be cut for this. Accelerate, go towards an eight. Come on, make some space. Listen, the flesh gets cut away. And that's what happens here, revving the word. We wanna crucify, kill off, cut away the flesh. Because as Paul is gonna go on to say and tell us that the flesh is opposed to the spirit and the spirit is opposed to the flesh. So you don't get to do what you wanna do. So that picture of circumcision is something we do, it's our part that we used to do, God's people used to do. But Jesus comes and says, let all people come to me, everyone. No more circumcision. Can we praise God for that? Pull back to a seven if you haven't already. Basically, listen, no more laws. And that's what Paul's trying to get at. No more laws. People who were hearing the gospel and being set free and receiving the gift of grace with joy in their hearts, 
in Galatia, we're starting to turn back. You know why? Can we all just confess? Freedom is scary. Because freedom is free. No rules, no laws. Now, wait a minute. There are the commands of God. The commands still stand. But the works, circumcision was once a work that we would do, no more. Because God wants all his people. Here's the takeaway today. And the takeaway of the book of Galatians. You were called to a free life. Don't turn back to the demands and the desires of the flesh. What are you turning back to? What rule, what law? And by the way, religious people place heavy laws on others. They wanna control others to help them feel safe. So what law or rule are you placing on another? Hold of the seven. Circumcision now is about the heart, cutting away the dead skin that's in your heart, it's calloused. That word callous, when Jesus rebukes people for their calloused heart, the word literally means fat. That's what he's going after. In the beginning, circumcision was a physical mark of a spiritual commitment. Now, circumcision is for the heart. There is nothing you can do to earn God's favor or merit that you can earn. So I'm gonna read Galatians 5. You're just gonna hold at that nice steady seven. You know you're a seven. When you close your mouth, take a couple breaths but just feels better after three breaths or so to have your breath open, your mouth open. But still try to breathe through your nose, friend. For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. The New King James Version says this. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. New Living Translation. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. The message version, final one. Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. Slavery. What's owning you? Listen, I've been saying this a lot lately. You have two choices as a follower of Christ. Overcome 
or be overcome. Your flesh is opposed to the spirit. Your flesh is your sinful desires. And that is all the enemy needs is just one little sinful desire. If he can hook into that, he can overcome you. let me remind you, you have an enemy. You have an enemy. Hate him. He is the enemy. Overcome or be overcome. Be free or be in bondage. Choose. Nice hold here at a seven. So, feel like I have to preach this with every time we're in Galatians because what can happen is we can read this book and say great no rules I'm free to do whatever I want listen here's what the gospel of Jesus Christ brings us a freedom that's better than the law and better than license I don't get to do what I want, but the grace by which I've been saved gives me the power to do what I ought. Friend, lean in to the Spirit. The Spirit will not let you place a heavy burden or yoke on yourself or another. No legalism. That's what Paul, that's why Paul was saying, I wish those people who are doing this to you, I wish they would emasculate themselves. You literally know what that means. He is mad. Who is giving you this heavy yoke? Stop it. Overcome or be overcome. Be an eight. Go. That's just not the way I like to roll. Shoot things probably unfeasible. I've done already a hundredfold. A hundredfold. It's probable that I might press the envelope. Ideas so astronomical. Sometimes I find them comical. Stand firm. There is a battle. It is for your freedom to keep in step with the spirit. Friends, choose. I don't know why God chose me. Your flesh. Or the spirit. Which one are you serving today? There is no middle ground. The flesh wants control. And if it can't take control, then what does it want? It wants permission to do whatever it wants. Nobody can control me. Come on, everyone. Can you see the two ditches? Obsessing or neglecting? Get out of the ditch. Later on in verse 16, Paul's going to say, but I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. And now the works of the flesh are these things, guys. I'm going to list them out. 
Ready? Sexual immorality. Hate it. Hate it with me, guys. Come on. You better have an enemy. You better know who he is. The right enemy. Impurity. Sensuality. Idolatry. Loving anything more than God. Sorcery. Enmity. Strife. Jealousy. Bits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. Those are works of the flesh. Put them under your feet. Pull back to a seven. Y'all, having too many choices it's causing us mental harm. It's, it's, it's mental damage. Too many choices. You get two choices. Spirit or flesh. The flesh is going to lead you into these places. Sexual immorality, immorality, impurity. Come on. You know, just a little bit of leaven. Oh, God's not gonna care about this, y'all. Careful, careful, careful. Here's the deal. Anything you do in the dark is a work of the flesh. Anything that can't be out in the light is a work of the flesh. Little bit of leaven that will steal, kill, and destroy your freedom. Stand firm. Follow the Spirit. For 20 seconds, push to a nine, go. Push, it's not comfortable, come on. It's an invitation though, you don't have to, but if this means something to you, then you gotta narrow your choices. Overcome or be overcome. Recover. Next one, we're gonna go again for 30 seconds. Come on. Inhale through your nose, exhale. Shake out the stress in your body. Come on, focus, focus. I'm treating you right now like an athlete. You're doing a great job. I want you to see me put my hands on your shoulders eye to eye and say, you got this. Get in step with the spirit. Stay in step. And here's what you're gonna do. Get in step with the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit. Evidence of the Spirit. When you know the Spirit is coaching you, calling you, leading you, drawing you, walking with you, it's marked by love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, accelerate, go, 30 seconds. Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Come on. I love that. Self-control, friends. Here's what self-control looks like in the spirit. Almost there. Five seconds. Come on. Four, three, two. Woo! Pull back to a seven. Here's what self-control looks like when it's not a heavy yoke. 
you have this perspective on your life in this world. I can, but I choose not to. Come on. The spirit is not a warden, it's not a guardian. We learned that back in a previous chapter that the law was a guardian until something greater came. Guess what, something greater came, it's Jesus and he saved us all by grace through faith. Nothing that we did. This is God's plan. A redemptive story is in process and you gotta get on the magic carpet ride of grace. It's grace, say it with me, it's grace. God's doing it. Now you get the invitation, get on the carpet, go with the spirit, it's going somewhere. And that's why we train our bodies, because faith requires feet, go. And for my friends or your friends who don't have use of their legs or their feet, it's a metaphor for stir up hope, stir up energy, proclaim the gospel, preach it. And we all know this, a person who has no use of their body, they're handicapped in some way, and they preach the gospel, come on, everyone has to shut up. Shut up, because it is not their flesh speaking. It is their spirit. I have been saved by grace through faith. I was once dead and now I'm alive. Be an eight. Come on. It's not comfortable, but it's not painful. Love. Who are you with more love in your life? Joy. Get a vision. Use your brain right now. Use your holy imagination. Who are you? Holy Spirit. Give us a vision of who we are as a person of joy. Joy in our workplace. Joy in our household. Joy in our marriage. Joy in our dysfunctional family. <laughs> who are we as a person of peace? and patience and kindness. Yeah, listen to me. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I know this happens because this used to happen to me. I read these things and you go, yes, I want that. And yet you keep falling short. And so you start to feel like a fool. You almost start to feel crazy. And it hurts, it hurts to follow God. Cause you're like, I know what I wanna be. I know who I'm called to. I see the vision, Elisa, but I can't get there. I'm gonna tell you why right now. It's because your flesh, the heavy yoke, the things of the past, things of the flesh that God needs to crucify, the spirit needs to crucify. So those things need to come up. The frustration is there 
so we don't do what we want. Recover. Well done. So don't despise the frustration, everyone. Come on, come on. Do you see what happens? Listen to me. Here's what, here's what the enemy, Satan, your flesh, and the world, here's the recipe for you. All or nothing. <laughs> All works of the law. Control, 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 the law. Now remember, context. Back in the time that this book was written, that's all people of God knew, laws, rules. Jesus rebukes the Pharisees for putting heavy yokes around people. No wonder nobody wants to know me. You guys are grumbly curmudgeons. <laughs> this law is so heavy. That's all they knew as God's people, loving and worshiping Yahweh, the one true God. So now, in this time this book is written, it had to have been crazy. Imagine seeing somebody at work that used to always follow their rules and laws and now all of a sudden they are partying. Think of the judgment that would fall upon that person. Come on, right? We do that. Okay, but here's the thing. We need to flip this book in the time we're living in now. Friends, we just have too much freedom. We hate laws. And then if we hate laws, we make up a law because of the law we hate. Come on, that's what happens in the flesh. And so now, in a me generation, we're saying liberty, freedom is the way, but it is not a real freedom. Paul says that later on. Do not use your freedom to destroy your freedom. Yeah. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Come on. Back then, the flesh loved laws and rules. The time we're living in now, the flesh says, I want whatever I want. And I want you to see those, that's legalism on one side, and on the other side, licentiousness, license, do whatever you want. That is what the enemy says over and over to us. Do whatever you want, it's fine. A little bit of leaven, it's just a little bit of leaven. Anything that feels like sin for someone to do is sin, don't do it. And this is where there's permission, just because someone else can do something you can't do, your, your conscience just doesn't sit well with that, honor that, that's the spirit. So in the church, there's plenty of room for diversity. One person eats meat, another doesn't. One person feels good about doing a yoga class and stretching their body and breathing. Another person goes, that, I don't, uh-uh. Doesn't sit well with me. Don't judge one another. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Basically, keep following Christ. Keep building up the body. That's what we're called to do. Take your stand. Never let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. You are not a slave. 
to your whims and you are not a slave to your rules. Say it with me. I am not a slave to my rules and I am not a slave to my whims. You are a slave to Jesus Christ. Friends, freedom in this world is to be a bond servant, locked in for life, to serve, love, and follow Christ. Remember I said overcome or be overcome? Belong to Christ or belong to the world. There is no middle ground. Belong to Christ and you will be free. Belong to the world and you will use your freedom to destroy every part of you. Because that is, that is the plot of the enemy. That is the strategy. He wants you dead. He hates you. He hates that you have a body. He hates how beautiful you are. He hates that you have what he lost. He is jealous of you. Fight the right fight. Stand therefore. Stand firm. Do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Slavery. Here's the other thing. There's so much in this chapter. Remember, a little bit of leaven, a little, just a little bit of license, or a little bit of legalism, that can ruin the entire goal of a soul. A little bit of pride multiplies. Put it in a lump of, of flour, put it in some yeast bread, it will multiply. So here's how you know you are really free. Ready? You don't use your freedom as an indulgent for your flesh. And again, the flesh likes laws. Some of you, you just really want more laws. I want more rules. And listen, laws help to get you going in the right direction. It's like bumpers on the coffee table when you're a toddler. Just in case you fall, you'll be okay, but you are not to remain a toddler for the rest of your life. You mature into freedom. And how do you know when you've reached maturity? All the way? Paul tells us. With your freedom, serve others. Oh, we're all like, Elisa, I wanna feel better in me. Listen, fall more in love with Christ, you'll feel better in you and then you are not a roadblock to the love of God. It goes out. It is your joy to love God and love others. Listen, self-care is better than self-harm, as John Tyson says, but we are not here to fluff our pillows and drink our green juice because we love ourselves so much. No, we love God, and we wanna be of good use for His purposes on the earth, and we wanna stay free. So train it, stay out of the ditch. Do not turn back to the law like the Galatians were doing. Don't make your license, your liberty to do whatever you want your, your delight, your goal, your point. Follow the spirit. Stay in step with the Spirit. Walk 
with the Spirit. Before I let you go, get a vision right now. Y'all, I'm big on visions. I'm big. I don't know if it's because I have an art education background, <laughs> but I want you guys to draw pictures every day. Get a vision for your life. Without a vision, you perish. Without a vision, you will go in the opposite direction. What is the vision for your life? And as your coach, as your health coach, with a God-centered approach, keep it before you. What does this day look like for you? Letting the Spirit grab you by the hand and walk you through that minefield because the enemy is gonna throw down obstacles. He is going to throw smoke bombs. He is going to throw, uh, he's gonna firecrackers, booms, backfires, noise, and this is why we train. So right now, stand still. Stand very still, plant your feet, open your hands, lift your head, take a deep breath, inhale, and stand therefore. Take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. Not this world, not your flesh, and not the one who wants to overcome you. Overcome or be overcome. Thank you, God, for this time. Man, I could go on and on. Y'all, I hope you belong to RevWell membership group because I'm gonna go back there and keep preaching my face off on this book of Galatians because I, I think it's easy to read the word of God and make it mean what we want it to mean and especially this book in a time of liberty. I'm not saying we need more laws and rules, but we need more of the commands of God flourishing in our heart. And Jesus says, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. So I'm gonna be back there working out the love of God and cheering you on in the, the commands, the delights of God, because in that place, you will mature and glow up not just grow up, glow up. The world needs your light. Shine it today. And if it's dimming, come back, get in community with us. Swipe up on the show notes for more, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.
for the best.